Okay, good morning. Today's class is, is in the success of Binyamin Baruch Zev Ben Yehuda Leiv. Also in the success of, if you're, of also in the Luna Shmak, Yerkno Diana Ben Gedalia, and Siam Ben Neymar, Rufu Shalema, Rav Shalom Ben Yavna, and Rav Dari Ben Sara. And Bizrat Hashem also a success. And Yerchamayim Bishav Arvah, Gad Yavon Lishav Hashem, and Lishav Emel Lishav Reda Makam Tov Basha. All right, we have a great topic today. I hope everybody enjoyed the uh, question and answer from my wife. Uh, I think it got a lot of... Um, Positive feedback. God willing, we'll do another one in the future. And I just want to get her a little bit, little, little by little involved. More importantly, I need you to show that a modern woman can keep nida, and a modern woman how important nida is. And remember, it's very, very important. I just want to get two seconds on it. The fact that I, when I was engaged eleven years ago, and you know, I'm telling a French Moroccan girl, by the way, you know, relations are half and half. You understand what it is to tell that to a Moroccan woman, and they're like, "What are you talking about? Half and half." So just simple amuna. When you have simple amuna in the mitzvot, you have to have simple faith in the mitzvot and believe they're good for you. And that's the reason why I wanted to show it from a modern person that you have to believe in the mitzvot. They're, they're there for you, not against you. I know it's hard. I know what you're watching. I know all this, all these uh, shows you're watching and all these experts on love and all that. But I'm trying to guarantee you just go with the spiritual statistics. You keep nida, you're going to have happier marriage, you're going, to have, you're going to have spark in your relationships. You keep Shabbat, you're going to have more peace. But to get there, believe me, the Yetzirah is going to pull you in every single direction to get out of there. That's what, that was the main point that I needed to show in that interview. So whoever has any questions, I just want to show you. Don't, it's, you can see from a modern couple. We are modern. We are modern, obviously. I'm, I'm very, very, very spiritual. But I'm, again, we follow the mitzvot, God willing. And you should also, don't, don't, don't say I'm too cool for this. Uh, there's a lot of peer pressure today. That's one of the things that I really wanted to get uh, people to understand. We're not, believe me, we're not doing this for views or likes. I couldn't care less. We're doing this to get people married and get people, God willing, to stay married. Um, all right. Today's book is a book on How Free Will Works by David Lieberman. David Lieberman is one of my favorite authors. Great, great concept. We're going to talk about Mazel Fundamentals. Um, the importance of this, the importance of Mazel Fundamentals. How, how do we really develop our Mazel? What can we do to develop our Mazel? And, and, and we're going to talk a little, I uh, wanted to specifically talk about the Ramchal, because it's your state's tomorrow. The Ramchal was a genius. He wrote Misil Yisharim, Derech Hashem, many, many books. Um, on this, and it's funny because this week also is connected to the to, to the week of Yesod. Yesod also means relationships, bonding, your relationship, your bond. Um, and let's see how we can connect to this. So he's saying here that Mazal, Mazal. What is what is really the purpose of the Mazal? Our Mazal, the purpose of your Mazal is to get you to your desired mission. That is the purpose of your Mazal, to get you to your appropriate place in life, not to become a billionaire. That doesn't mean, oh, I need mazal, I want to become a billionaire. We always associate mazal with, with, with billions and millions. This is a very immature concept. It could be that your mazal could be the, the greatest uh, rabbi in the world, or the greatest teacher, or the greatest mus- musician in the world. It doesn't associate with that. You always, you'll always hear the same thing from many people that were very, very successful. When they were so passionate, they didn't worry about the money, they got the passion and the money. You understand? You always hear that thing. You know what? Not only am I, I was so passionate I was doing, the fact that I was able to get paid for it, wow, what an unbelievable thing. So it's very, very important to understand that. Mazal is really to get you to your mission. 
That's your GPS. It protects you against the wrong places, etc. For example, let's say LeBron James, Lahabdil Lahabdil. He's playing hockey. Okay? And all of a sudden, his mazal would make it that he would break his knee to all of a sudden recognize that that's not for him and to become a basketball player. That's his mazal doing it for. Now, if he doesn't listen to his mazal and and have faith, he would say, look at what God did this to me. He broke my knee. He destroyed my life. I worked so hard to play hockey my life. He He could become a victim and his mazal would be disactivated because he would not realize there's a bigger picture. But that has to happen. In your life, very few of us go there on a first-class plane to, to get to our mission. There's a lot of uh, wake-up calls. There's a lot of midlife crises. Your, a midlife crisis is actually your mazal working to get your attention. So sometimes we're looking at, oh my God, look at my problems. Oh, mazal tov, it's your mazal working for you. Very hard to see that. But let's say LeBron James all of a sudden will start taking heroin or start taking cocaine or start taking this or start next thing you know. Not only will he not get his mission but he's because he, he's so addicted to, to not dealing with the pain itself that he would never even recognize that there's a big, something bigger happening for him. He would just be the hockey player with a, with a broken ankle, a has-been, etc. That's a primary example that I wanted to show you. But his mazal dictated that he should play basketball. So, start thanking your creator. When we thank our creator, we activate our mazal. Because we're saying that, okay, this is not meant to be. This is, for example, I can, I, and I never forget this. Uh, 12, 11 years ago, before I met my wife, actually it was right during that, that was the midlife complete disaster, my midlife crisis. It was the divorce, it was my, my son getting cancer the first time, my business getting regulated. There was no way, I, I, I didn't know how to handle pain. Nobody taught me how to handle pain the right way. I went to every rabbi, nobody gave me the right advice on how to handle pain. From that, this, that was the midlife crisis that got me to the classes. From there, I recognized that the ball is in your court. You cannot depend on anybody else. Either you change your attitude or this is your life. That had to happen to me. That was the greatest situation that happened to me because it taught me on how to deal with pain the rest of my life. And how pain is actually good for you. But how many, I, I, I asked myself the other day, how in the world did I, I didn't handle it the right way. Did I pray extra? No. Yes, I gave a little charity. My attitude was terrible. I was complaining. I was saying, how, how come I'm giving so much charity? I'm going through this problem. I was a typical why me situation. You have to understand, when a Scorpio turns bad, it turns really bad. AKA Joe Biden's a Scorpio. So you just understand when a Scorpio turns sour, what you get out of it. But that actually was the situation in my life where my mizah was telling me, get over here. <laughs> just get over here. It was pulling me, but I had so much resistance that I didn't want to listen. So I recognized the, the stubbornness that I was going through that challenge. That's another thing that we need to understand. We're, we're very stubborn. We don't want to change. But your mizah doesn't give up on you. Your higher mission, actually, it's pretty much your higher self is creating the problem. Because obviously, like we said, the problem was the solution. That problem had to happen because now it gave me a way to deal with, with challenges and help people, which ultimately got me to my real mission. And after that, once I got it and I got the bigger picture through Rabbi Nachman's teachings, 
Uh-huh. What comes next? Rehab centers, etc. Do you understand? I would have never gotten the rehab centers before because I didn't understand the purpose of pain. How could I help somebody in recovery? So as you shift, and the more open-minded you are, and the more humble you are, and the more ability to see the bigger picture and not just be stuck on the details, you are going to get a shift of momentum in your life. And then you'll see, that's your mezal working for you. So we don't want to do anything to sabotage our mezal. That's the number one thing. You don't want to do anything to sabotage your mezal. Because if you sabotage your mezal, you basically, you're taking the signal out of your um, potential. And that is the worst thing that can happen. And this is what he's saying here. That obviously the Ramchah says mazal comes to, how a mazal comes about through a particular challenge to a particular individual depends on the spiritual root of each person. Each person has a specific spiritual root, different connection. We're going to do a master class on the four elements. So you know a little bit about what, what, from your element and from your sign, you know a lot pretty much on what you need to work on, what, what your challenges are, what you're really good at in your life, right? This is a week of Geminis. Geminis should be salesmen. They all should be salesmen. Sell something. There's just air. They know how to talk. Use that positively. Use that positive. The negativity is lying, deceiving, lying all the time, you know? Not being able to make a decision, being all over the place. Positively multitaskers. But they're always nervous all the time. Always nervous. Always, what am I nervous about? So you can see there's an air, air, air. So that element has to go somewhere. And they have to work on their bitachon not to be nervous all the time and just to be in the moment. So their struggle in Gemini is what I would say. Just give you an example. We're not going to go through the whole time. But Gemini, for example, their biggest thing is to be in the moment. Because they're always needing to be somewhere. Always, always, just be in the moment. My, one of my daughters is Gemini. All day long. Blah, 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 bouncing like a, like a racquetball. She's here. She's there. She's here. She's there. Make a decision. No, it is. I'm nervous about making a decision. I'm a Scorpio. I just surrender. Surrender. Please. So you could see that's their struggle, but they can sell you the moon. They could sell you. They could do everything in the world to tell you what you need to hear. <laughs> if you buy a car from them, make sure you get you check the mileage because it's probably not true. So again, positivity. You could just I'm giving you an example. Positivity, communications, outgoing, communicative, funny. They they'll probably be the greatest comedians, but negativity obviously is the nervousness, the indecision. So you could see where that root in their life can, you know, everything they're nervous about, you know. So he says here, the, the Holy Ramchal says, there'd be a man whose who's, who's root purpose is designed for a specific mission, and he could have good fortune. There's another person that comes into this world with, no, with, 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 with not, in, not, not that money, and he's, he's meant to struggle in other things. Again, this is something from, there's a lot of concepts of Gilgulim. Gilgulim means you have, people come in here with specific missions and that once they hit the mission, it's over. Could have been that my son was here for 15 years, he had a mission, and that's it. Done. Mission's done. We have such an attachment to death. Rabbi Nachman says, what are you so afraid of dying? That world is better than this world. It's not to say, God forbid, that you should have this, oh, don't take care of yourself. No, no, no. He even said in other times, Passing away is from going to one room to another room. Because in a spiritual realm, to tell you the truth, in a spiritual realm, it's just, you're here just for a mission, and that's it. And once the mission's over, a baby can come in here for eight days to get a Brit Milah, and that was the whole purpose, because they didn't get it in a previous life. The Brit Milah's done, the mission's done, the baby goes. 
person can come in here, the Ramchal, I believe the Arizal, they died in the 30s. Ravarya Kaplan died in his 30s, I believe. Reb Nachman died 39. What do you think? They were, they were not Sadiqim? That's it. Reb Nachman says, I have not, nothing else to do here in this world. What do you want me to do? I have nothing else. I can't go higher. What am I here in this world? So you're really, really here to do a mission. You hear mission accomplished. You know that mission? This mission will self-destruct in this. You're here to do a mission. And once the mission's over, Zagizund. Bye-bye. And then other things happen. But we, 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 have an, we have too much of an attachment to this world. And that's one of the things that my, my son, all that, it was, I recognize there's a, lot of, there's a lot of attachment. And that's where our misery comes from. We're so attached. Attached to the markets, attached to tabot, attached to money, attached to this. But once you detach, you feel completely different. You let go. You live lighter. Rabbi Nachman's always telling us, I'm going to show you how to live light in a very heavy world. Seems like those words were prophetic. So what he's saying here that Adam, basically your mazal is there to get you to your mission. You have to be the best you could be at what you were given. You are not going to be a football player if you're meant to be a chess player. You're not going to be telling the kid that he's a, she should be a football player when he's a chess player. It's not going to happen. So any attempt of the father to try to get him to be a football player when he's not meant to do that is just going to destroy the kid's confidence. Right? Very, very important. Virgos are chess players. They're not meant to be football players. Do you understand? It's very, very important that also we don't shove our kids in a specific because what we want so we look good. That's another very important thing. Sometimes we shove them in our lane. I want, I want to look good, so you need to be this. As a parent, you have to develop his, help him develop his potential by not shove him in your self-esteem box because he thinks if he's good, that means I'm not good of a parent, I'm not a better parent. That's where you can see a lot of the parenting. Let them be, but obviously you have to get them to their potential in their life, wherever they're good at, etc. Same thing as, and, when, and I see a lot of people that get shoved in the wrong mission, they're miserable because they're not supposed to be there. And he says, the greater good, this is what he's saying here. He's saying here, because we're all connected to the 600 souls that in, were included in Adam's soul, each soul originates from a reflected place of Adam. And each soul contains a spark in every human being in order to accomplish a general mission. The whole point is once everybody accomplishes his mission, there's a tikkun and everything's done. So our job in our life is to become the best version of ourselves. And as you become the best version of yourself, you're doing your all individual mission and then you could be part of the, of the, of the, of the world tikkun, which is the master tikkun, which is the tikkun of olam, is to become the best version of you. And the greatest good for Israel, the Ramchal says, is removing jealousy and diminishing the, diminishing the evil inclination. When each person recognizes his place, one is higher, one is lower, there's no jealousy or hatred. Since in order to, be, to, to get your specific level, each person has his own place and his own bounds, and do not steep your neighbor's bounds. So what, number one, if you're jealous, you already lose your mission. Because you're not in your own lane. So any time of jealousy, how come that guy's more successful? He got a different mazal. He got a mazal to be a banker. You got a mazal to be a teacher. He got a mazal to be an artist. He got a mazal to do this. So the minute you look and you're jealous of somebody else, that is ultimately a lack of faith. It's a lack of emunah. 
because you're not you don't you don't believe the way God runs the world, and that automatically not only takes away your energy, but you stop believing. And you stop believing, you're never going to end up developing your mission because you're going to be too stuck on self-centered sadness and depression. So this is why Rabbi Nachman says depression removes your name. You don't even know who you are anymore. A person is depressed, he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Clinically, whatever you want to call it, etc. But when you're, you can have a tendency for depression if you're an earth sign. You can have a tendency, but in general, if a person has a hopeless attitude, he loses his name because that's it, the mission is over. How in the world is he going to find the mission? can't help himself. He's too busy questioning God. He's in the wrong lane. So then your mazal basically deactivates and you don't get those hints of calling unless you create a massive change and a massive arousal to want to change. This is why it's so important. Again, if you don't understand something, surrender and cry from your heart. Help me. Pretty much the same place. If you're stuck in the middle of Tijuana, Mexico, and you lost your passport, you're not just going to sit there and wait um, you know, for a miracle. You're going to cry out. Where's, you, you're going to take a massive action. But today, we've given up on it. We've, we've just given up. That's it. It's not working. Give up on it. And that's, that's the problem. You know, look at the heat last night. They just gave up on the game. They gave up. Wasted my three and a half hours yesterday. They just gave up. They didn't, play. they didn't come to play. Gave up. Gave up. Gave up on the game. And it tells you, it shows us when you give up in life, this is what, what it looks like. Everybody's yelling, you gave up. Come on. It's the fourth quarter. We give up. We gave up. They gave up. We also give up. So God rewards us in this world in Rose But Ramchal explains to us very simple. That you have a mazal. You have, a, you have your own mission. And there's a general mission. And your job is really, really to become the best version of you. And in order to get that. Is you, God gives you specific skills. Specific situations. You get the kalim. Before a person is created. The instruments which he is given. Is his kalim. Are decided in heaven according to his task upon his ability to perform. His gifts, physical, mental abilities are given to him and his job is to develop them. If you're a speaker, you have to speak. It's not whether, it's not an option. <laughs> if this is the gift that God gave you, you have to take it. So being confident is not standing in the room with your, head, with your nose up thinking you're better than everybody else. Being confident is, is the ability for yourself not to compare yourself to anybody else. I, this is the gift that I gave me you have your gift. For example, I'm a good speaker. I'm not the best writer. I know that. So somebody else, I'm going to help somebody else get to their mission. Period. It's not a question of, I'm, I can't believe I'm not a good writer. You can't do everything. You're not going to be good at everything. Period. Nobody's going to be good at everything. Any attempt to be a perfectionist is already a losing attempt. Because it's not meant in, the, in heaven that you should have every single attribute and every single case. You're not God. Remember that. So any attempt... To be a perfectionist and to uh, and to you know and to overcome in any any spiritual flaw that you do have, and to over to 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 cover it up, that itself is low self-esteem because you're not going to have everything. You have a, you got a toolbox. This guy got a lunchbox. He got a, uh, he got a tuna sandwich. Another guy got a sushi roll. Another guy got this. That's it. That's what you got in heaven. Take what you got. Take what you have, and build it and develop it and stay in your freaking lane. Because when you stay in your lane, you're going to end up getting what you want. And you're going to get in your mission. But the minute the, 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 our sages are telling us, when we look at somebody else's lane, not only do we lose our lane, do we lose what we seek, but whatever we have, we lose. And this is exactly what he's telling you. are created with a kalim, and your job is to search. And this is the reasons why directed God jumps into our life and 
I never spoke in my life before. Never spoke in my life before. Never planned, pronounced, but never asked for God to have a rehab center. He gave me a crazy huge test and I handled it well at the end. <laughs> so you got the reward. Now you build a Kalim. So here, what's, what, are we ta- what are we saying here? Pain brings you Kalim. You build Kalim. You build vessels when you're in pain. Start loving pain. Stop running away from pain at all costs. Now you know why. If I, if I told you that your addiction is not only the problem, your addiction is, is putting the pause button on your whole mission. Forget the addiction. You're running away from your mission. You, you, nobody in this world, I, can I see, that, are that, that wake up, that just go straight into, a, uh, uh, straight into their mission. Very few people. You have to get hit hard in life. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman says, because when you get hit hard in life, you're able to now help others. You're able to help it others. But it seems to be like there's more people in trauma than they're in their mission. So what's the missing element? Why there's more people today in trauma than their mission? Because they have not turned on the faith button. And they have not seen the big picture. That is a problem today. They're too stuck on what happened instead of saying, this is, your mazal created this. Your mazal created the problem in order for you to shake out of it and to recognize that's the problem. The problem is the solution. So this is the, this is the problem that we have. There's, our sages are telling us the story in the Gemara about there was a, a doctor that received a daily bot call saying, um, Rabbi Uma. Why? Because he specialized, he was a doctor, he specialized in, in separating men and women and he gave uh, free service to people. That was his mission. And the rabbi only received it one time. Because for him, in his mission, that was such a big deal for, for a doctor to give away free treatment and that. That was his nikuda. And this is exactly what Rabbi Nachman tells us. Rabbi Nachman says this in Lesson 34, that we each have an individual point. We each have an individual point, an individual thing that shines into the world, and that point has to work. And your job is to develop that point, and that nobody else has that point that you have. Nobody else has that point that you have. Nobody else has that point that you have. And he says, that point, somebody else has that point. You have your own point, somebody else has. So, so this, it's a beautiful thing what he's saying here. Because somebody else has a different point, it forces you to seek help from other people. So when you're asking them for help, they're helping you, and you're helping them. Because everybody else has an individual point, because God wanted us to be connected, because the whole point of this is whole, the 600,000 souls, going back into Tikkun, then everybody should have a different point. But you just see, when we don't hit this mission, what happens? The 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva, do you remember one of their names? No. <laughs> Nobody remembers one name. Yahweh Jacobs says that beautifully. Do you remember one of the names of 24,000? Is anybody Torah speaks about it? You're talking about scholars. Not Their names were not remembered because they, they didn't look at the big picture, which was bringing respect and unity and love but they, were, they, they didn't respect each other. So how could the Torah be brought up with people who don't respect each other? That's the problem. And this is an issue today. When you're sitting there and judging and this and this, you're not, forget how religious you are. Forget what matzah you eat. Forget what, you're not seeing the big picture. Even the Torah this week talks about doing mitzvahs with simcha. All the curses came to, uh, I think it's kisav or Barkota, which is the one about doing mitzvahs with simcha. I think, it's one, I think it's this one, that all the curses came, 98 curses came to the Jews, not because they were not religious, 
because they did not do mitzvahs with simcha. I think it's this one or kisava, where it talks about the connection between um, doing and doing it with joy. So there's a, there's a big issue here that we need to really work on. So what he tells us is here is the, a person can come down. What are practical ways that you can change this? Let's say you have a gazer from heaven, right? Because mazal, remember, your mazal is not fixed. It could work for you, it could work against you. I had a particular individual yesterday that says, listen, I have a big problem. I started making tons of money. Now I don't know if I should stay with my wife anymore. So I'm like, money is not supposed to make you arrogant. Money is supposed to make you blessed. But your mazal has been working for you because you remember your mazal comes from your wife, but you will lose it very quickly and you will get a wake-up call if you start cheating on her. That means don't think the mazal is just because of your intelligence. Your mazal comes from your wife a lot of times. So what happens? You start cheating on her. Next thing you know, as fast as you went up, as fast as you're going to go down. So your mazal can change positively or the opposite. It's not a fixed thing. Remember that. It's not a fixed thing. That means if you're meant to be rich, you'll be rich. But you could, be, you could have a lot of talent and be meant to be rich. God gives you money. And next thing you know, you take that money, you gamble it away, you end up in a horrible lifestyle, and you lose it. <laughs> but you were meant to have money. But that money, you didn't have the Kaylee for the money, you didn't invest with money, so you lost the money. So it's not, we're not, we're, don't, don't think this is a fixed thing. I mean, everybody like before. Two months ago, everybody was in the stock market. Everybody, yeah, I'm going to trade forever. Next thing you know, everybody's, okay, I need something else to do. We could see how quickly things change in our person's life. So mazal is not fixed, meaning we can acquire a different set of tools, conditions, should we involve ourselves. Basically, if you have a different choices, you have a different mission and a different mazal. So let's say I do have a, 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 a I start becoming more spiritual. I start developing a new mission. I start working hard on a new mission. I'll get new tools in order to hit that new mission. That is the power of Ratzon. The power of will is that will can change you. You understand? Will can change you. As soon as you start taking accountability, you start developing yourself, you start working on yourself, then you start getting a new mission. This is why, when we, why do we change a person's name when he's sick? Because that mission was over. So we change his name to give him a new mission, to give him more life. That's why we add a name to a person, because that mission could have been, that person was supposed to be a certain amount of years, he could have passed away this April. We give him a new mission to give him a new, uh, a new name, to give him a new mission. So the same thing, when you are also, our sages say, say this, a change of mazel, change of mazel, change of mazel. When you change your location, you change your mazel. It could also mean figuratively, but it also could mean you're a different person. You know the Balshemtov was able to change himself so much that they took his pulse. The doctors couldn't recognize his pulse. They were <laughs> they reinvented themselves. When we reinvent ourselves, for example, I know people that changed. They had the forty day challenge. They keep Shmirat They have a new brand new mission. Their mazals activated. It's working great. The antenna's working. What comes? Zivug. That's why I work on sexual impurity because you cannot, your, act, your mazal is working on 5% potential when you're screwing around and you're masturbating and all that. And watching, it, it's just, you, you, there's no greater way to kill your mission than to kill that because that's what, how do you, how can you hate your mission if you have low self-esteem? You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. You're barely going to wake up at 12, 12, 11 o'clock in the morning. Forget mission, you can be, get out of bed, for God's sake. So when I'm telling you, you have to do this, 
It's non-negotiable. I don't care how religious you are. You, this is the number one thing I need you to work on because if not, you're not even going to get there. So people tell me, what do I do after the 40-day challenge? So let me ask you a question. If a guy loses, let's say a guy's 300 pounds. If he loses 100, 100 pounds, I don't know. He's going to feel better about himself. He's going to have more clarity. He's going to have self-control, which is going to lead to better choices, etc. You need momentum. So what the 40-day challenge does is it gives you momentum and it starts the car that's been broken down for a long time. Pretty much. Is that enough? I think so. And then after that, you're going to get moving. It's exactly what happens. So this is practical ways our sages tell us that we can change our mazal is through teshuva. What does teshuva mean? Teshuva doesn't just mean doing repentance. It's recalibrating your consciousness. For example, let's say I live with fear my whole life. And I, all of a sudden, I said, you know what? Enough of these seven vaccines and putting a mask in my face. I'm going to start living my life with bitachon and trust. And I'm not going to be afraid and anxious every second, every single second time I'm worried about anything. I'm going to just go into growth. I'm going to go into straight into growth. I'm going to start making decisions. That person's mazal will change. Period. Because now he's living in a consciousness. And we could just look at David Hawkins' book. Right? Just look at the, the science behind it. On a low consciousness, your energy level is 100. On a higher consciousness, your, higher, your energy level is 350. So imagine if you walked around with two and a half times more energy. How much more successful would you be? How much better shape would you be? How would your relationship look like? At the end of the day, we all need energy to live, don't we? If we have no energy, what are we doing with the energy? You can be very, very rich, but have no energy. What is that worth to you? To me, I value, I value richness and wealth as energy. I have energy, I have, I have everything. When I have no energy, I can't, I can't even move. You could be in a, in, a, in a mansion, you won't be able to move from one room to another room. So as you develop and you recalibrate your consciousness by how, 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 do we, how do we practically do this? We have to let go. We have to let go. We have to think differently. We have to develop a new m- mindset. We have to develop a spiritual connection with our creator. That recalibrates your consciousness. Or imagine you live in a life of love. Would you even think about Lashon Hara? Would you even think about judging somebody else? So how would your relationships look like if you went into a relationship with love and just saw good in everybody and prayed for everybody's good instead of you know, projecting your own garbage onto other people? So how would your relationship look like? It's not that the mezal is not good. It's the consciousness in the relationship that's the problem. When two people are bankrupt and they're expecting to, to become, um, you know, to have shalom bayit, how could you have shalom bayit if you're bankrupt? Do you understand why Rav Nachman says everything begins with yourself? Because as you, you start changing. You start changing the relationship. So number one way is teshuva. What's the opposite of teshuva? Chet. What does chet mean? Distance. Cut. You're cutting yourself. When I'm sinning, it's not that I'm sinning because my... my, The reason I sin is because I have a ruach, I have a spirit of foolishness that hits me. Right? We've We've all had that. It's not our true self. The days that we become lazy, uh, the days that um, you know we're disconnected, like the heat last night. It's not that Jimmy Butler is not a great player. He just scored forty points the other night. But today, this tonight, last night, he looked like a golem. He looked like a golem. He looked like something. Uh, something got into him. Bringing, we're trying to talk in the heat game. I'm trying to. The fact that I wasted three and a half hours of my heat, my time last night. I'm trying to elevate the heat game experience by bringing Torah to it. So that's the primary example of, of showing he had no energy. What, why do we have no energy? We have a ruach shtut. It could be we're thinking about something. It could be 
So one of the, the recalibrating your consciousness, the reason why you have to listen to these classes, the reason why you have to grow constant growth is because you re- recalibrate your consciousness. As you recalibrate your consciousness, then bigger things come to you at that consciousness level, period. You're, really, you're basically optimizing it. And this is why Rabbi Kaplan explains that teshuva comes from the level of keser. What is keser means? Will. What is keser? Keser is will. Keter is will. When I start the beginning of teshuv, the beginning of real recalibration of consciousness is when you start wanting to want, wanting better. The wanting is the key. Now, once I start wanting, now I have to develop it. I have to learn about it. Remember, we spoke about three, we spoke about all knowledge is three basic, basically three concepts, right? It's a pregnancy concept. First, something's an idea is impregnated in you. Then the, the concept becomes what? Right? It's, it's, it's pregnant means you don't understand it yet. Then you have to start developing it, just like a, a, the contractions of a, of a woman. And then once the baby comes out, that is the new mindset. So just like a child is born in nine months, you sometimes, we sometimes have to take a lot of time to develop ideas. Okay, what's self-esteem? What does self-esteem mean? Self-esteem means that the op- is, is self-esteem is real, really means humility. What does it mean to be humble? Not to be self-centered. Do you understand? You have to really develop an idea on how to really, what does self-esteem mean? Self-esteem means to humble. Not to, be, not to think of yourself all the time. So that, that whole concept of self-esteem and humility is, what is low self-esteem? self-esteem low self-esteem is arrogance. Being lazy. Staying to, staying to being comfort all day long and blaming the world. So that's a primary example. To get to low self-esteem and humility, it took me a long time to develop these ideas. Through prayer, created the world. Teach me how to, what is low self-esteem. So anytime we're trying to develop an idea, you're trying to do tshuva, you really have to get into a topic that's bothering you. What is codependency? How do I fix codependency? You understand? You have to really go into the topic and now develop it, pretend like you have a child in your stomach. That's another topic altogether. Pretend you have a child in your stomach and you have, the child has to come out. So you're nursing the bit, you're nursing it, you're, you're, you have contractions. That's the same idea. This is why knowledge, if it comes to you too easy, we're very, today we're very, oh, I don't understand, it's not for me. No, no, no. <laughs> you have a contraction. That means you have to develop it. You have to develop the knowledge and that becomes your teshuva. The teshuva is really not just repenting, it's not, do, not thinking the same. When I'm doing proper teshuva and recalibrating my consciousness, I'm not praying God, Please get fix my wife. She's tough on me. I'm not saying that. When in a higher consciousness, I'm saying, created the world, why am I holding any hatred in my heart? Why am I judging somebody unfavorably? Please remove judgment from me. You see one guy saying, whack this person, remove them from my life, and the other one saying, why am I holding hatred? Why, why can I fulfill the mitzvah, loving another person like me? Why should I have such revenge in my heart? Please take it away from me. See the difference in that prayer? It's a different prayer. That prayer is like, wow, this guy's, uh, he's really, what you, who's going to get answered? The guy that says, get rid of this difficult person for me? Or the guy that says, creator of the world, I have something in, my, in me that, see, there's a, that sees ugliness in people. Why do I see it? Remove it from me. Who's going to get answered? That one or this one? Obviously, the guy praying for heavenly need in a higher consciousness. But when you're in a higher consciousness, you don't pray to get whacked, to get rid of people in your life. You, you ask for the strength to give them good, to, to find goodness in them. Because you have found good in yourself, you can find goodness in them. 
So now you're part of now the tikkun process instead of part of the destroy, the tohu process, which is tohu means chaos, tikkun means repair. Another way is tefillah. Again, tefillah is another way to change your muscle. Because when you pray, what are you doing? You're praying, you're changing yourself. Prayer doesn't change God. Prayer changes yourself. Prayer changes yourself. Prayer makes you more trustworthy. When we're saying, God, you provide all man deeds. So I really have to believe. When I stick on my hands and I believe and I'm saying, God, you're the one that provides everybody with their needs. I should really have no worries that day and say, creator of the world, I'm just going to have a vessel, I'm going to do my hishtadlut, and you're going to provide, and I'm not nervous or worried about absolutely nothing. Do we do that? No, but we reaffirm that, don't we? We're reaffirming that three times a day. So that's supposed to do something to you when you say that, in your brain. It's supposed to do something to you. That's if you that's why it's so important, and that will change, because imagine if I walked around worry-free, and just trusted God, what would my parnasa look like? What would my parnasa look like? Completely different. It would look completely different. Tzedakah. Tzedakah and Torah learning. Those are another ways to change your mazal. Tzedakah and do it for you. Tzedakah, you're, you're doing what? You're getting rid of all the greed. You're now a giver in life. So what happens? You decide to, all of a sudden, this is why I have Baruch Hashem, I have maybe 30 organizations that I provide, I support. 30, so creator of the world. These are the organizations that I'm holding. You take care of me, we'll take care of them. I'm just a channel. I'm just a channel. So the more channels, end the story. The more people on the podcast, the more information I'm going to get to give to you. Make yourself into a channel. Don't be self-centered. Don't think about yourself. Create a channel. Start a 40-day challenge. Go. Do something. You need to create a channel. So the flow can go through many people and it's just going to go through you. I think Tony Robbins mastered this. He gives away hundreds of millions of dollars to charity. What do you think? Hashem will take over his mind and he'll, he'll give him the words to say. Smart guy. He created a channel. What does he say? First you have to uh, bless, appreciate the blessing, then you have to be the blessing. Right? That's what he says. Appreciate the blessing and then be the blessing for others. Simple little line. Simple little line probably made him a billion dollars. Simple line. He's a, he's, a, he's a channel. He's a channel. He's a channel. Just giving you an example. Give an example. And this is exactly what Sadaka Torah learning. Again, Torah learning, what does Torah do? It changes your consciousness. Makes you pray about differently. Makes you become more. So all of these things is the ways to change his channel. So if you're doing pretty much, and again, guys, it's back to basic. No jealousy. Number one, no jealousy. Number two, recalibrate your consciousness. Let go of things. Get in, get, look at the world completely differently. Number three, tefillah. Tefillah, prayer changes you. Prayer changes you, changes your consciousness, changes the person. You know, it reaffirms his beliefs. Sadaka and Torah learning. Sadaka becomes, makes make you a giver, makes you a channel, right? And Torah learning. Torah learning gives you a new insight, gives you a new perspective. So if you're asking why my Mazal is not, and you're not doing these things, first do these things, and then we can question heaven, why heaven's not doing what they're doing. Let's first make sure we check the box before we start making accusations that life is worthless, etc., etc. Let's at least check the box, at least. If we check the box, and then after that, you still have a complaint. In heaven, which probably nobody will, 
then we could say. But at the end of the day, this is how you change your mazel. You have to change yourself. And then as you change yourself, you get a new mission. Period. That's it. And Hashem help us all that we should all go from strength to strength. Have a great day.